Hi, everybody. My name is Tim Johnson, and this is... Stacy Borrow. Hi, Stacy. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Good. The weather's been wonderful out here. We love Peoria. Peoria is an Middle awesome place. Middle of the place. summer. Yeah. Uh, today's our 200th show. I can't believe it. 200. We think back of all the different people we've gotten to meet. Since 2011. Yeah. And it's been awesome. Uh, boy, I, I don't want to start naming because we'll miss somebody, but mm -hmm. we've grown a lot of friends during that time. Mm -hmm. um, really gotten involved with the city and some of the people here in the city, too. Um, so 200, yeah, pretty happy with 200. <laughs> uh, we are actually going to... Um, after this show, do a little bit of sabbatical and take some time off and regroup a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we'll let you know. Follow us on our In the Neighborhood on Facebook, and we'll we'll keep you up to date on that. Um, we are still working at the nonprofit portion of things. So if uh, you are interested in getting involved with an organization, maybe even in the neighborhood and doing some video and being creative. And we're looking for volunteers to help out with that too. A um, couple weeks, we've got St. Jude. We're going to be doing a video for St. Jude. There you go. Um, so watch for that on In the Neighborhood. And um, boy, we've just got a lot of things going on. That's right. It's busy. Busy, so, busy, busy. Um, I actually had somebody this week come up to me and said, loved your show, love your show, um, said, when I came to Peoria, I really learned a lot about what Peoria is about. Cool. Just watching your show. So um, thank you for the feedback. Um, if we're helping out with, um, with what you're doing or uh, if uh, you want to give us feedback as far as what you like or dislike about the show, let us know. There we're you go. We're all open for that. So, got a riddle for you. <laughs> what organization has teen in the name but really don't do much with teens? Guess we'll have to listen in the neighborhood to find out. <laughs> Hi, Stacy. Hey, Tim. In Their Neighborhood is a show where we bring in people to elaborate on what exactly it is that they do in the community so that we can recruit more volunteers for them, educate about the nonprofits that we have, and really we want to connect volunteers with their volunteering vision. We have amazing, amazing organizations in Peoria that rock and make Peoria rock. That's right. Peoria is an awesome place, and if we just take the time to give back, then it's going to be that much better. Our goal is to help people that kind of want to volunteer, but maybe are a little afraid of volunteering, and give them the opportunity to volunteer in an easy way and get to know the organizations before they even get involved. Being a volunteer hero. There you go. We're looking for volunteer heroes. Hey, we found a uh, volunteer hero right here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking with uh, Randy Ach Ashley uh, with Teen Challenge Peoria. Yes, sir. And that's the name right now, right? Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, they're going to be changing things up just a little bit, so I just want to make sure that we're talking the right thing. What is Teen Challenge? Well, Teen Challenge, uh, what we represent in Peoria is a 13-month faith-based residential addiction program for adult males 18 years and older. 
So a bit of the misnomer about the name teen. Uh, we actually are an adult male facility. Uh, we do have 18, 19 years old, but there's no ceiling or cap on the age limit. We've had somebody in their 70s in the program before. But we deal with all types of addictions. It doesn't have to be drugs or alcohol only. Uh, it's any life-controlling behavioral disorder. Uh, but it's mostly for those that come in are for the, the drugs and the alcohol. And uh, But we've been in Peoria since October 2000. And uh, our time is kind of running out right now uh, in Peoria, but not in the area. Uh, we secured new property in Pekin. Uh, right over the bridge next to Ray Dennison Chevrolet and Auto Row. Uh, it was a hospice facility. It is now uh, owned by uh, Adult and Teen Challenge, our name will be. Um, but uh, we should be in the next couple of months. And uh, the building that we are currently in is just, it's run its course. Uh, part of it's over 100 years old and uh, there was just too much repairs uh, costly for us. So we had to uh, find new property, but uh, it'll enable us to triple our bed space, what we're currently able to do. Uh, one of the significant points to that too right now, just let me stop to interject on that. Um, in April, we had 63 applications for men trying to come in, get help for their addiction. And due to our lack of bed space, uh, due for coding reasons, uh, we we're only to bring in five. Wow. And so you know how the uh, opioid epidemic is that uh, many overdose and die. And unfortunately, the, the 58 that we couldn't bring in, many of them will end up back in jail or prisons, which many of them come from, uh, hospitalized or, or even uh, down at the morgue. So that's just a greater need for us to expand our bed space, to reach out, to help as many as we can. Um, so, but that is what we are and what we do. We are a faith-based model uh, of treatment. Uh, we don't look at ourselves in a sense that we're better than anybody else. Uh, we understand that uh, when it comes to addiction, there's no one model type that works for everyone. Uh, but for everyone out there, there's one that will work. You've got 30, 60, 90 day. You've got inpatient, outpatient. Uh, for us, it's, it's faith-based. And so for those that come to us looking for a faith-based solution, um, that's what we have to offer with us. So we know the only way that we're going to get on top of this problem right now in society uh, is if we go lock our arms side by side, no one organization or treatment model type in front of the other. Uh, we have to do this thing together. It's the only way we're going to beat this addiction that is going on out there right now, especially with the opioid epidemic. So you're, you're, you can't say that you're number one, but I mean, you guys have a great reputation for making a difference where others can't. Well, we do, and there's, there's three, three key elements to that. One is the length of time, or 13 months. Addiction you know, doesn't develop overnight, it takes time, and once it's in there, you don't get rid of it overnight. Now, you hear cases of some people saying they quit cold turkey, and that's great. That's probably less than 1% of those that actually get clean and stay clean. So the 13 months benefits us, too, the faith-based model. We're teaching and promoting a healthier lifestyle, a way to uh, function in society without the need to self-medicate. And the third thing is, is nearly every staff member are graduates of the program. So those coming in are being helped by those that actually walk the shoes of addiction, and including myself. I went through Teen Challenge uh, 22 years ago. It's wow. been that long now, yeah, and decided to make a career out of it. I saw what it did in my life, and I see what it's doing in the lives of the men that come through our doors. Um, and so it, I don't need to be reminded uh, where I once was, and I don't need to be reminded that hope and help is possible. Uh, so I stuck with Teen Challenge all these years. Uh, I myself been in Peoria for 13 years. I love it here. I love the people here, the climate, the culture. It's just, it's just one that really wants help, and you know, in those areas. And and I just can't uh, 
can't praise Peoria enough for, for, you know, making me feel home and welcomed, you know, because I'm a Californian, right? And oh, so I had to give up that, that, that warm sun to come out for these brutal winters. Uh, but you, you follow God's calling on your life. This is where he brought me. And, and, uh, and it doesn't matter uh, where I'm at as long as I'm in his will. And this is where he has me. And we're looking for bigger and better and greater things now uh, with our move. Because uh, once we get into the new property, and as I mentioned, we'll triple our bed space. That's going to open up opportunities for us to get back into the schools for uh, drug awareness. Most of the men that come in started when they're 9 to 12 years old. And we want to start educating them at a younger age. And, and we'll be able to do that as, as a result of our, our growth. Uh, also, community uh, volunteerism and outreach. Uh, you'll be seeing and hearing more a lot about us in the years to come as we grow and, and fill the facility. So we want to give back to the community, more so than helping the individual. And we know that the individual who's struggling with addiction, it affects family, friends, and everyone around them. If you can get that one life turned around, it helps a, a wider scale. But not only that, what they call the generational curse. Many of them come from families that were uh, abusers of, of drugs or alcohol, and, and many of them that come in have children. And so for them to get their lives back on track, they can actually start mentoring their children and, and helping them in those ways so that they don't follow the, the tradition of the family, as you want to call it. But uh, it's just going to provide more opportunity for us, and we're looking, actually looking forward to it. So how many beds do you guys have now? Right now, we can only house 16. Okay. Uh, due to fire code things with sprinkler systems. Sure. And, and so we'll be able to triple that uh, at the new facility. And also we'll have 10 apartments upstairs where it's at uh, that'll be provided for transitional housing. And that's for graduates who finish, who don't go back home, because many of them are married with children. Okay. Uh, opportunity for them, we help them uh, with uh, getting uh, ID cards or driver's license and help them prepare resumes. And then we help them with uh, job placement and for a period of time. And then once they feel they're stable enough, we help them back to transition in the community with housing. Because um, many of them that come in don't have anything when the time they come in and they're not leaving with anything except sobriety and, and a new look at life. So we have to provide things for them. And, and so that's gonna be the opportunity for us with the transitional housing. So it's gonna enable us to better, uh, better uh, help the community. And right now, I was trying to do the, the, the math the other day. I went and started looking through all our records, and we do have over 20 right now that graduated over the last three years that are actually actively employed in the community now uh, and being uh, productive members of the community. So we're very proud with those numbers, and we're looking forward to do it on, on a bigger scale. Sure. Moving's probably got to be an expensive thing for you guys to do, especially getting that prepped. How are you raising funds to do that? Well, we're fortunate uh, donor bases of people have stepped up to help us. Uh, we have Sunday outreach that we do that helps go towards the project. And it's been a two-year renovation project, and we're going to get it in well under around $300,000 under budget because of the amount of volunteers helping us with the project. Wow. But uh, I keep getting stopped uh, multiple times uh, during the week asking, when are you guys going to be in? When are you guys going to be in? And I wish I could tell them, you know, hey, we're in. But we're probably two to three months out. We're getting ready to start the finishing touches to it. So it's going to happen soon. It ended up being a complete building renovation. There were so many things that we discovered that was wrong with it along the way that we had to stop and fix. So once we're in, we shouldn't have any issues with anything for a while. You know, we're going to keep our fingers crossed on that. But uh, Donors have helped us tremendously, uh, and, uh, and that goes a long way. So it lets us know that our family of believers that, that believe in Teen Challenge and that also uh, 
believe our mission in helping those uh, is, is a wider scale than we originally thought. So it's very uh, heartwarming and, and humbling to know uh, just how big our family is. Yeah. Do you guys have churches that are alongside of you right now? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to start mentioning them and leave somebody so out. So you know what not, I mean? Not just one. Right. Uh, okay. Our monthly support, there, there's probably over 100 churches overall wow. that will do something at least annually for us. And, okay. and our Sunday outreaches, we go to over 40 different churches a year. Uh, wow. So we spread around and it's great for awareness, uh, for resources, for those that, that we can get referrals in from that too. Um, and speaking of referrals, uh, that's one way we get them. Another way is through random searches on the internet. But one of the big ways is through the legal system. Because as you know, that lifestyle generally warrants arrests. Um, and so we have a number of people that come through that are on probation or parole, facing uh, legal issues. Our director of operations, Joe Rogers, he has done a tremendous job at working with the courts and probations and attorneys. And, and so if, they have, if you have a loved one, if you have a loved one that's hurting, uh, man, give us a call. You guys, you're going to be in the right place uh, around the right people to give them the greater opportunity to try to get them in uh, into the program. You were at Great Oaks just a week and a half ago. Um, so yeah. got to hear testimonies of some of the guys that were are going through that are, listen, I have, I have troubles and I'm trying to make my life better. Yes. And seeing them say, I'm, I'm making strides, I'm making steps, yes. it's been pretty impactful. Oh, it is. They get transparent up there when they're telling their stories, which is amazing. They so give you all the dirt. <laughs> your, your Sunday is, Sundays are pretty much booked, but you have other... For this year. During yeah. times during the week that if somebody, an organization wants you to come to speak, is that something There's opportunities, even during the daytime. It may not be for all the guys in the program and everything. It may just be for Joe or myself or bring a student with them for a testimony. But uh, we're always looking to uh, promote... Uh, because we want to reach as many as we can that are lost and hurting. And that's the purpose of why we were designed. And if we fall short in that area, you know, we're selling the ministry short. We're selling uh, the lives short of those that have an addiction because, you know, the problem's getting worse. It's getting worse in society. So it's not plateaued yet. Are you doing stuff beyond the program? Are you providing information, anything like that beyond the programs that you do? Uh, well, as far as promoting Teen Challenge, we, we, it's basically Teen Challenge, but if somebody calls us into some, an area that we can't help them in, we do have referrals that we do use. We have a list of different things, because one, we're not adolescent, we have adolescent referrals. Um, uh, some need uh, what they call dual diagnose, uh, which we don't treat, and uh, so we have places that we can uh, refer them to. So. But as far as our promoting goes within our, our, who we are, if we can't handle it, we usually refer. Sure. What yeah. does a typical day look like with you guys? Yeah, good question. <laughs> well, as you know, the men in their lifestyle usually don't get in until the sun comes up. And now they're getting up before the sun comes up. See, our, our day starts at 515 in the morning. Good. So it's a very early start. Uh, we have a work experience program that we use and helps fund Teen Challenge. Um, because when a man comes in, oftentimes they don't have any money, and so we do comp them the intake fee. We waive it. We have a one-time fee of $1,200, okay. and that's it for the 13 months. Wow. But for most of them, they can't even afford that. Sure. So the work experience program helps them develop a work ethic. It develops uh, people skills again with others, and, and the companies that we work for actually uh, pay Teen Challenge for the labor. 
which I will plug them. Community Workshop and Training Center and Peoria Production Shop are the two that we use. Okay. And we also have uh, one over at the cemetery in uh, East Peoria that we're using now. But um, so it's a win-win situation. And many of them, are, that's the companies that will hire them upon graduating of the program. So it's a transitional time for them to get their get stabilized and even if that's not something they want to do long term they can find other employment but uh, as far as them coming in we do put them to work for so many hours a week sure. um, and then now our accreditation standards for our national office we have to be compliant in that which we are and that means the evening times uh, throughout the week they get all of that they'll get group therapy they'll get pastoral counseling they'll have uh, classes that we do that help aid them in in uh, in that line up with our accreditation again um, and there's rec night you know because they have to exercise as well and uh, so they have a very busy schedule and it ends at, at about 9 15 uh, at night so um, and they're back at it 5 15 that's the Monday through Friday Saturdays are family visits so when they come in they have to be in a 30-day period and then they can have family visits so we promote heavily family uh, to be a part of the process of them getting their lives back on track Sundays we go to the churches and uh, and really they relax after that. So they get a little bit of relaxation on the weekends and back hard at it during the week. And they're just a, a tremendous group of guys when they come in. They understand uh, what's required of them. And the staff helps guide them through the process of, because uh, we get them right there at their worst. They're coming in off the streets. So they're very undisciplined and don't tell me what to do. And, you know, you deal with all of that. But by the time they finish the, uh, the first four months of the induction phase of the program, they're so far along and so far removed from where they once were. Um, so that's about a typical day will look something similar to that. Mm -hmm. There's prayer time and devotion time in the evening as well that we incorporate uh, as part of our programming. Wow. Yeah. What kind of volunteer opportunities might there be? Well, currently not many at the new center because we're downsized, ready to move. And once we move, uh, there could be opportunities. The thing would be to call our facility at that time to see what might be available. Um, we do have a lot of volunteers working right now at the new property. Uh, there's a lot of skilled labor that's volunteering their time, contractors. And, and once again, if there's somebody out there that might want to help in the process of getting us in, uh, to call the number, ask for Joe Rogers. Uh, he's the project manager over there. He knows exactly what needs to be done and, and, and the fit that they could have on there. But uh, currently right now, the volunteers we're looking for basically just for the completion of the renovations. And once we start growing and building the program, then there will be uh, more opportunity that we can use volunteers in, in different capacities. What is the phone number they can call? The phone number is 309-673-3716. Okay. So do you have some fundraisers coming up? We have a big fundraiser coming up, our <laughs> annual banquet. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to be Tuesday night, September 24th, the Peoria Civic Center up in the ballroom. Uh, this will be, I think, my 14th banquet. But uh, it's a great event. The community comes out. We you know, have very good turnouts for that. A very diverse crowd that comes in, not just church people, but business people, community people come out and share the evening of what we're trying to do. Um, and this year we're not outsourcing a speaker for the first time. We're going to go with a musical guest, uh, Colton Dixon. He was on season 11 of American Idol finalist, and uh, he will be performing during that time uh, acoustic with him in the piano. Wow. And so it's going to be another great evening. And all the proceeds from that night go to further our work in ministry uh, and bringing healing, hope, and health to the community. So uh, you can get tickets. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> 
teenchallengepeoria.org, okay. uh, our website. You can get them online or call the center at 673-3716. Mm -hmm. um, we'd love to see you come out. We'd like to see first-time people come in uh, for the exposure and just to let them know that, uh, hey, we're here and, and, we're, and we mean business and we're not going anywhere. We might relocate a few miles away, but we're still in the area and we're still going to be making a difference. But come on out to the event. It's going to be a tremendous night, and you two are both invited, okay? <laughs> What's <laughs> the cost for the event? Uh, tickets are $40. Okay. And a table of 10. And we encourage people to invite families and friends to come out and fill a table of 10. And it's 400 for the table of 10. But it is cheap entertainment. It's a great meal. The Civic Center food's tremendous. I haven't had one complaint yet over the years. So, uh, but it'll be a good evening. It'll be some video testimonies this year from families and spouses of, of graduates on what the, the ministry has done for, the, for their husbands or sons. And, uh, and once again, just the, uh, the acoustic piano performance. It's just going to be a tremendous evening. You know, last year we had Nicky Cruz that came in, and he was one of the founders of Teen Challenge along with David Wilkerson. And he was 80 years old. Crossing the switchblade? Crossing the switchblade. Okay, yeah. Used to be required reading out here, I heard. <laughs> and then I guess in the 80s, the schools pulled it because they said it was too controversial. So, hey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they came out of the woodwork. We had just under 1,200 for that event because wow. they had to come see the legends speak. So we're hoping many of them will come back and just continue to do so. It's a little bit different venue this year, but it's still going to be a tremendous evening. And, and Tuesday, September 24th, please, as many are available, come on out that night. Yeah. yeah. What time does this start? 6 p.m. Okay. 6 p.m. 6 day, and you'll be out before 8.30. <laughs> awesome. Quote me on that. We'll pull the plug early. <laughs> you got to get the guys home just so they can meet their uh, bedtime get, get time, quota. Get time for bed. Yeah. early. <laughs> you know, I bet you're really glad that you signed up as an executive director for a 9-to-5 job. Well, it's not a nine-to-five job for me. You know that. There's no banker hours when you deal with uh, hey, a residential no. facility. So it's a banker. So There's no banker's <laughs> hours. <laughs> I don't know those uh, hours either. <laughs> actually, this is rare, getting an interview in during the daytime hours. Usually everything's Saturday, Sunday, evenings, uh, whatever's available. And one of the other thing is all the community events we got to attend for raising awareness. So, no, it's... Uh, it's banquet season, so I'm in office most of the time now. So it's nice to get out a minute and catch my catch my breath out here. But uh, yeah, it's just it's always long hours, and and it just uh, it's we consider it ministry and not a job, and that's the reason why. So with all the lives that have been changed, uh, I gotta imagine it was it's a life changing job for you. You know, when you see that first family visit after 30 days, because when the families bring them in, you see the sorrow and grief on their face and just, you know, from over a period of time and and they're going out the door and you just you could sense the sorrow in them. And then when they go for that first visit after 30 days, they're actually cleaned up. You know, uh, the men they are cleaned up, they're responding, they're respectful. And then when the family see them for the first time and it's just an amazing uh, change that they see immediately and just you see so much tears of joy and and just it's just it's, that is what helps sells it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's our payday is when we see these families back together again. You see the love back in them and you see the all the tension and stress gone. And it's just amazing how um, your life can turn around. So, you know, there's life beyond addiction. I'm here to tell you. I mean, it's been 20 something years for me. Um, and it's just one of those things that all our staff members that graduate, you see them back there helping these men and. And uh, you just know because it works. It works. 
It works. That's awesome. so awesome. Awesome. We are with Randy Ashley. You're the executive director of Teen cool. Challenge Peoria. Maybe not after this podcast. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you just got promoted. Yeah. Um, it is great to find out and find um, volunteer heroes. I mean, uh, like yourself, heroes that are, are really making a difference in Peoria. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Um, we are in the neighborhood, and we've been talking with Randy about Teen Challenge and different things that people can do to be involved or get yeah. involved, whether it's helping fundraise or whatnot. Uh, so go back and listen to what Teen Challenge is all about. Um, we're here on Peoria Life. Uh, we're also on I3 Broadband Channel 17, Peoria TV. Uh, we're on WPEO, uh, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we, we're we, everywhere. We podcast, <laughs> and so we're, we're everywhere. Um, if you're interested in getting involved with in the neighborhood in one fashion or another, volunteering yourself, uh, we'd be glad to talk with you. Uh, make sure you message us or uh, you can message us on Facebook or tjohnson at peoriaarea.community. Okay. Thank you so much, Randy. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Have a great week, everybody. PeoriaLife.com.